Hey, sports fans. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk. And, oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. I'm Jones, and I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. I'm Kudo, and let's go, Canada. Let's get into sports what and are we stuff. Talking about? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wind of it is French Concrete. Just a bit outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Catch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. It's funny to me, too. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. On tonight's episode, we recap the championship weekend in the NFL. Matthews hits the 400 career point mark. And Tom Wilson is named an all-star. Haas got stuff to talk about, including Otani on the cover MLB The Show, Canada's men's soccer team, and the Royal Rumble winners. And as always, we close the show off with Scrutinizer Jones putting us on the grill. This is Inter Sports and Stuff. So guys, I finally finished singing the national anthem. Perfect timing. I couldn't think of a better time to finish. Could have been better. <laughs> good, good thing we took a couple weeks hiatus or earlier in the year. Really made the timing work out. But uh, yeah, perfectly. Uh, just you know, right to the end of this Olympic uh, or World Cup qualifying window for Team Canada and and into the Olympics. It's you know perfect time. Teams riding high. Uh, but before we get to that stuff, we have one football game left this season. Boo. Well, it could be two. Is there a Pro Bowl? There, there is a Pro Bowl. Bowl. Okay, but who watches the promo? Left. I might bet on it. You know, you're going to be hungry <laughs> next time. Husks <laughs> <laughs> rare Pro Bowl stakes coming at you. Take the over. Take the over. <laughs> I'm hoping I can get some like uh, some player props and get a get a good under on uh, <laughs> passing yards and rushing attempts. A wide receiver throws a touchdown pass. Definitely, Hundo P. So we had two games last weekend. Okay games, I guess. I guess, if you want to talk. I think we've been pretty spoiled this playoffs, actually, with the quality of, or the, I'll say the closeness of the games. I don't know. Rams 49ers, I don't think, was that good of a game, but uh, it was it was a close game. Kept you kept you watching until the end. But how about them Bengals? Who day? Is that what they said? Who day didn't go beat them Bengals? There you go. Joe fucking Burrow falling out the second half. Lead a big come big comeback. They were down twenty-one to three. Chiefs were ready to step on their neck. Bengals get a big fucking stop right at the end of the half. Tackle on the one-yard line. Not a great play call by the Chiefs, but uh, Tark Hill gets tackled inbounds at the one. Clock runs out. Uh, Chiefs survive. Uh, Bengals survive. We go into halftime, twenty-one to three, and then they come out and fucking. Big Dick Joe Burrow just fucking taking it to uh, to the Chiefs in the second half. There, my question is like, why? I, to me, at the end of the half, there, like I'm KC, I'm kicking the field goal. Wasn't it twenty one ten at the end of the or at no, halftime? It was twenty one three. Was it twenty one three? I thought it was twenty one ten. Yeah, the, the Chiefs. It's not that they didn't kick the field goal. It's they ran a stupid play. They got tackled in bounds, and the clock ran out. Like if they had thrown it into the end zone. Yeah, I guess I'm just able to. They would have been able to kick the field goal, but they ran. They kind of optioned out of the backfield, and they hit 
um, hill on a, I don't even know what, kind of a slant, like a, what, what do you call the sideline? Like a sideline. Like an slant. option play. Yeah. But he, you know, he just got beat. The defender beat him to the, to the goal line, tackled him in bounds and uh, really, really fucked him. Definitely a game saving tackle for sure. You don't see many game-saving tackles at the end of the first half, but that one I think you can definitely chalk up there. I think that gave the Bengals a lot of momentum, actually, going into the... Yeah, and then their defense came out and held them with three points for the second half. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, hats off to them. Yeah, for sure. And they got most of that, like... Most of their defense pressure on Mahomes was, like, four guys only, too. Like, they weren't bringing the house. So it was, like... It's pretty good... uh, Pretty good if you guys if you can get pressure with only bringing four or five guys, right? How about fucking rookie kicker with fucking ice in his veins? Just fucking wait. He he hit a field goal to tie it right at at the end of regulation, and then he kicked the game winner in overtime. Is that how it played out? Uh, or, were they, or were they just tied and it just clock ran out? I don't remember how regulation ended. I know it went to overtime. I thought I the KC tied. A kick yeah, KC tied. tied it up. I think. Okay, yeah. so so they they went ahead, but McPherson kicked another game winner. Casey got the ball to start overtime again. Yeah, for, they called uh, called tails and it failed again. I think. No, they called heads. Yeah, they called they heads, called heads this time. time. Yeah, yeah. So the Chiefs got the ball. Bengals made a big stop. Bengals go back down the field and kick a field goal, win it. It only took Casey thirteen seconds to turn the ball over. In overtime. <laughs> That's a pretty good stat. Just for all you Bills fans out there. Yeah. 13 seconds. Hey, and I, I noticed in that game there was a, a squib kick at one point. Um, What's that all about? Late in one of the halves, I think. What's a squib kick? Maybe it was in the Rams game. There was a squib kick in one of those games. But Was that where you try and run some clock out by kicking along the ground? You, you kick it so that they have to field it inbounds and then and the clock starts. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. Where you bounce it a couple of times and it it rolls up nicely and they pick it up and they get it usually around like the ten and then they have to run with it. But you're because it's on the ground, your defense, your uh, coverage team's able to get down the field pretty good usually. And yeah, you know, tackle them around the twenty. After, after five seconds, runs off the clock. This guy's got to wait for it to uh, yeah to get to him. Yeah, that that chews up some clock. Hmm. Interesting. So I've got, a, I've got a stat for you guys, and I'm going to put you on a, a quiz show. Oh, I like quiz uh, shows. So Joe Burrow, with his win, he becomes only the sixth quarterback to win an AFC championship since 2005. Now, no scrolling. Get the fuck off Wikipedia. I want to know, who are the other five quarterbacks? I'll tell you right now. Okay. Tom Brady. Tom Peyton Brady. Manning. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> no. Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, since 2005? Yeah. Uh, One is very obvious. Obvious, like I should get it right away? Yes. But it was Tom Brady. That was the obvious one. Well, no. The, you've got, there like five. Patrick Mahomes. Four. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, well, that's the, and then who's the other one? It's not Kurt. I'll give you a hint. He is elite, question mark. Can you give me the team? No. I'll give you the division. Okay, go. AFC North. Eli? No, Eli was in the NFC East. Oh. He is elite. <laughs> oh, kudo. <laughs> I don't know. I just throwing out names. Fuck. Uh, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. He's still playing. 
still playing? Is he still playing in that division? Nope. He's not playing very well. He's not, not playing, playing a lot. It's not Fitz Magic. Nope. He's elite. Played in Baltimore. Oh, uh, fuck. Joe Flacco. There you go. <laughs> as soon as in Baltimore, I was... <laughs> That was the giveaway. Yeah, I had to look that one up. I couldn't get it myself. It was fucking. Uh... <laughs> I'm not trying to think of it's one name you never think of, right? It was the Harbaugh, the Harbaugh, whatever yeah. they called it. That's right. When the lights went out. Yeah, and the cue the comeback because the lights went out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, congrats to the Bengals. They did it. Yeah. Fucking long suffering fan base going back to the Super Bowl. I don't think they made the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl in '89. I have. A, I don't think they have, to be honest with you. Or they did. They hadn't won a playoff game since yeah. they since they won that Super Bowl. I think. And I think the last time, so they're now three and zero in uh, AFC Championship games. The two previous AFC Championship games, they also won the Super Bowl. So there's that stat on their side too. They're probably undefeated when they when they win a playoff game. They probably win the Super Bowl if they win a playoff. Game. <laughs> probably. But I heard they're like a a very small organization. Like, small market? Like in the fact that they have three or four scouts that work for them. Like they're not like they're not like some of these teams that have like a lot of scouts and front office people and all that kind of stuff. I hear they're like a very small organization with like operation. Very, yeah, operation with very close knit, like almost like family and friends of the family kind of stuff going on. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, you know, the fact that they stuck with Marvin Lewis for, you know, 20 years or 12 years, however long he was there, even though he couldn't get them over the hump, you know, that, you know, they have a lot of loyalty there. So, yeah, you know, and they take the game balls out to the local bars after, you know, players and coaches are delivering game balls to random bars in Cincinnati <laughs> after the game. So, you know, like they're, uh, they're a good story right now. Yeah. You know, and then in the NFC, we had the Rams and 49ers. Not really a good game at all, to be honest with you. Stafford did not play very well, in my opinion. No, he he looked like Detroit Lions' Matt Stafford. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup had a good game. Yeah. Uh, like defense played, played well. Debo, Debo had a good game for the 49ers. Yeah. Not, not overwhelming like he wasn't he didn't take over the game but he he was solid Kittle had a good game Jimmy G had a good game like he was he was okay didn't Debo just get hurt at one point he got laid out he, got yeah. laid out. he just got yeah. the wind knocked out of him but he got fucking lit up for sure yeah yeah because I remember seeing him going down and thinking like oh yeah they're fucked <laughs> I don't honestly I don't remember too much about this game I watched it and nothing really you know I know the big games scored touchdowns except for Odell which really fucked me on a on a bet yeah what about and the drop Debo, inter, dropped interception? Yeah, that's the one play that sticks out to me because I think that the Rams went down and scored uh, they did. right after that and tied the game, and then they they won it later on. Yeah, they went ahead to win it later on. Yeah, but yeah, that was a gift interception, and the guy just like he he, I, he like panicked because he was just so wide open, and the ball was right there. He's like, it's like all he had to do was make a fair catch, like throw your hands up, make a fair catch, and. Yeah. I'm not saying they still would have won, but I, think I don't that, know. I think that would have iced the game, to be honest with you. I think that would have taken the momentum totally out of the, the For sure. sales, and I think that would have been a good night. But you still can't say it like without, you You know, you saw what happened to Buffalo and whatever, yeah, right? Like, pretty late in the game, too, though. Um, yeah. that, you know, that 
you know, they would have been able to run the clock out. Yeah, I probably, just, would have my Debo, I probably would have got my Debo Samuel rushing yards if he had caught that ball, and I would have made, uh, made some good good coin instead instead of that bet that I lost because I added Debo rushing yards over by mistake. Well, so it pays to double check, I'd say. Yeah, but um, the devil's in the details, isn't that what they say? Yep. Yeah, like I don't know, you, that guy's probably still. Th- dreaming about that catch that he missed that interception that he missed oh yeah he'll be dreaming about that when the 49ers release him and uh, he's gonna sell himself to a new team in the offseason <laughs> yeah yeah i'm the guy that dropped the gift kudo you good you, you look like you're staring a hole through my soul right now sorry i just uh, i got a, a message here i'm just hoping my audio works all right still in uh, here right yeah it looks good looks <laughs> you guys good can still hear end. me yeah, yeah, I can yeah hear it, looks, it looks good on my end kudo i think you're just a message came up on my thing about my audio, so I don't know. Hopefully it saves. Still, we'll it's still recording on my end. If it doesn't save, you can just fill in the blanks. You can listen to me and Hosker, and you can just uh, <laughs> fill in the blanks. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be your funniest episode yet. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Jones on that one. Yeah, I agree with Hosker on that one. Well, I don't agree, but I won't say nothing much on it. <laughs> The Habs fucking suck. Yeah, I agree with Jones on that one. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, We're rebuilding, all right? Yeah. Let's stick to football. We'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Rams, Bengals, Super Bowl. Rams are hosting the Super Bowl. This is back-to-back years that a host te- that uh, the team hosting has uh, made it to the Super Bowl in their home stadium. A little bit different this year. The Rams played a, a home game this past weekend. They also played a, a home game first uh, wildcard weekend. Um, so this will be their third home home playoff game, essentially, uh, where the Bucks didn't have any home games last year. Interesting thing, though, is the Rams have no fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it was the big narrative from last week was like the Rams like pleading with ticket holders to not sell them to 49ers fans on the secondary market. And I, I think it was probably 50, 50 in crowd noise in that game. Like, you know, it, it wasn't uh, you know, it wasn't a home field advantage for, for the Rams for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think even like, if you look at week 18, there was more 49ers fans there week 18, I would say there wasn't as many for this game, but yeah, I would say it was at least 50-50. Like, you even saw, like, Matt Stafford's wife buying blocks of tickets to give away to 49 or, or for to Rams fans. Is like, what are you going to do, fly them in from St. Louis? Like, yeah. that's where most of their fans well, are. That's, yeah. This is, what, their fifth, fourth year? Fourth year in L.A.? Fifth year? Uh, yeah, it's got to be something like that. Yeah, like, you'd think they'd start to get a little bit of a fan base uh, built up. Like, obviously... Their fan base is going to be like, you know, 10, 15 years from now. It'll be like the the kids that are are growing up and going to jump on the Rams bandwagon now because there's a an LA team and, you know, they're they're doing well. Yeah, but they could choose the Chargers. They could. Uh, I don't know that they will. No, uh, I mean either, but I'm just saying. But yeah, it's just kind of sad that, you know, that this is the that was the destination market and I you know, I'm sure they have some good football fans, but you know, they're not filled with with good football fans. Like, no, I saw the uh, secondary ticket market for the Super Bowl, and I think the, cheap, the cheapest set of tickets are like four grand a piece or something like that. Really? 
yeah, it, it was just like a, a graphic, and it was like the full stadium, and it's just like these outrageous ticket prices for the Super Bowl. Like people, a lot of star power there. Pardon? Probably a lot of star power going to be there. Oh, for sure. The worst part is too people like people will pay it. Yeah, I don't know whether it's just because of Super Bowl or whether it's L.A. market for the marquee event. Like, I, yeah. like I, that's what I'm thinking is you know it's going to be like an it it event in in that city. So. Especially for the halftime show. Yeah. So I've seen so many gifts about like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna know what your your parents were like in the in their younger years when that halftime show goes. On. <laughs> <laughs> the true colors come out and Eminem and Dr. Dre hit the stage. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, see what we'll see what happens uh, in the Super Bowl. We got some. We can build up. I, we'll make our picks next week. We'll get into yeah. some Super Bowl props next week. Oh yeah, absolutely. Piggy's getting proppy with it next week. And what's on yeah. the menu? <laughs> oh, what's on the menu? Can't forget about that. The look at what I want to do. This is the first. What is this first time in like three years that we can actually have a Super Bowl party? Probably, yeah. Yeah. If everyone didn't have kids, minus Kudo. <laughs> I've been getting into I've been getting into cooking too, so I'm I'm gonna be all over it. I saw I saw a uh, I saw a funny gif or a funny uh, tweet or something. It was like it was so nice so nice that uh, there's no Valentine's uh, this year. It's been replaced with Super Bowl weekend or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some nice stuff. Uh, I'm gonna make I'm telling you I'm gonna have a good good solid Super Bowl spread and I'm gonna make most of it myself. Definitely gonna be anahitos on the table, homemade anahitos. Don't ruin it right now. Like all right, uh, I'll I'll make a good list, but that's one item that's going to be on my. Are list. you making a dip? Uh, we'll see. Definite maybe. Definite maybe. maybe on the dip. Because I heard you got a good dip. <laughs> Which one? I think it's the nacho cheese dip. Oh yeah, Gina, Gina was telling you about the nacho cheese. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> that's not that good of a dip. It, it's it's that's literally from a package, and you just like <laughs> <laughs> you just pawn it off as your own. <laughs> Well, I, I made it, but uh, it's not not like I whipped it up from scratch or anything like that. It was it was literally like a cheese sauce packet. You know, you put the milk and you stir it, and you, then you microwave, you just keep stir it till it thickens, and then yeah. you know you throw some seasoning in it to get it to taste like nacho cheese. It's uh yeah, it it it, it wasn't even my best. Uh, it wasn't even my best. So, but you know, Gino Gino was happy, but you know, we were we were feeling no pain at that point. So uh, yeah, he was loving it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say he was telling me he uh, really enjoyed the Royal Rumble. I'm pretty sure he passed out at some point. <laughs> he wasn't asleep, he told me. Yeah, he was. When I told him it was going to go until midnight, he, he wasn't really a fan. <laughs> He's like, fuck, what did I get myself into? <laughs> midnight on a Saturday night's too late for Gindon. Wow. That was one thing, though. I mean, you know, I know we're still talking football, but one, one wrestling con. I'm a big fan of the Saturday night pay per view. Yep. I'm I'm a big fan of that I you know because like and that's notorious WWE they start at eight o'clock and then you know it runs for four hours and you know when it's Sunday night and you're doing that you're like fuck man like just fucking end this thing I want to go to sleep but exactly you know, Saturday night I'm I'm cool with it you know yep. to you know run it as long as you want I'm I'm good so I can whenever continues hopefully that's something that you know they look more new, into uh, this new woke uh, WWE regime is going to. Uh, going to keep in mind is the, the Saturday night pay-per-view. Okay, so some other football stuff. The Washington football team has officially rebranded. They're no longer the football team in Washington. They are now the Washington Commanders. 
I like it. I don't think I like it. Me either. I don't hate it. Like it's it, it is what it is. Like it's it's a um, name. It's replacing their you know racist history or whatever you want to call it. I think they should go yeah, back but to football. To name team. yourselves the Commanders, like that doesn't sound right either, though. What, what would you rather them name themselves? The the Horned Frogs. Just leave it as a Washington football team. That was fun. It was fine. And they, I, they still have it a little bit in there. They have like the Washington Football Commanders. I think they're called and, and the some other stuff. Washington Football Commanders. <laughs> yeah, I see. I I saw that on like one of their logos. It was the Washington <laughs> Football Commanders. Wow. The longest team name in history goes to the Washington Football Commanders. No, they're known as the Washington Commanders. Do you see Dan Snyder's uh, reveal today? And he's like, the worst kept secret in, in Washington <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> is the Washington Commanders. Because <laughs> I, guess, I guess Joe Theismann, is that? Yeah. Yeah, he went on a radio, he went on a radio broadcast last week somewhere in the States and goes, yeah, so we uh, we've come up with a name and we're we're gonna call ourselves the Commanders, the Washington Commanders. I think, I think they asked him about the Commanders because it was rumored, and he just kind of confirmed it. Like and, he didn't come out and say he's like, "What they're like? What do you think of the Commanders?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a good uh, it's a good name. And, you know, there's a lot there's lots of Commanders in Washington. Uh, you know, like with the military military leaders being there." But I think they like second the question and said like so they're naming the team the commanders he's like yeah we uh we voted on it as a as a past players or something like that i don't know yeah they got alumni and yeah to vote on <laughs> and i was listening to overdrive and they're like do you think he went off the radio and was like oh my god that was probably the best radio hit i've ever had like he just <laughs> <laughs> and didn't so realize going up he's like how do i get all these uh how do i get all these mentions yeah. on twitter what did i do like, yeah oh, that's a good interview <laughs> like like i didn't realize i uh he didn't realize that he just like blew the the secret or yeah, do you yeah. think he got off the phone and was like oh fuck I wasn't supposed to say anything. Well, it was also leaked because apparently they had all the commander stuff already in the on the field and all around the stadium. Yeah, and I guess a helicopter for like news or something went by and they said, "Oh, I guess they're calling themselves the commanders because they got commanders <laughs> written all over the field." <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I like the, you know the uniforms look a little weird. I like the logo. I like the the. The Washington the team colors are still the same, although they have like a black uniform, I think, something the, like that. The black uniform kind of looks like the uh, shit. What were the the, the Seminoles from uh, the replacements? The replacements. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the uniforms look sharp. I'll give them that. Uh, yeah, I I'm not against it. You know, it's going to take time to grow on you, like any team name does. Uh, I don't I don't think it's terrible. No. You know, could be worse names out there. They could have gone with like Warriors or something like that, but I think they wanted to get away from you know the the Native American. uh, I still think they should be called the Trumps, the Washington (laughs) Trumps. Yeah, maybe if he was still in office, they would have had a. Maybe yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys, if any, if I sent that video to you, they should have been called the Washington Riot. Don't know if I sent the video to you guys or not, but uh, sorry to get off topic. But there was a video of Donald Trump and he was stepping up to the first tee, and uh, the guy that he was, some guy he was playing with, was filming him, and he and he goes, uh, "Now stepping up to the tee, the forty fifth." And Donald Trump turns around and goes, 
and 47th. And the guy goes, President of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Donald, you're just so fucking full oh, of yourself. Fuck. I think he'll run again. I don't oh. see why he wouldn't. It's gonna it'll be a fucking bloodbath, but <laughs> who knows what'll happen there. Man, that guy could start a civil war in the States if he really wanted to. Yeah. Like his following is like just the fucking rednecks of the rednecks. <laughs> like <laughs> there's rednecks and then there's the Trump rednecks and they're just fucking Yeah. They invade the Capitol building. That's what they do. Anyways, it could, been, it could have been the Washington Storm. Yeah, the Washington Storm, the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That would have been a good one. They could have had the guy with the horns as their mascot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, drinking the drinking the whiskey at a Nancy Pelosi's office, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the sitting at the desk at the in the Senate. Okay. Other NFL news. So there was a bunch of head coach positions filled. Uh, Brian Dabble was named for the Giants. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, I want to say, for the Broncos. Rams, offensive coordinator, don't know his name. He's expected to be named uh, the Vikings uh, head coach once the, uh, the Rams season's over. But Brian Flores, former Miami Dolphins coach, he is now suing the NFL for racism in the coaching protocol because they have the Rooney rule. They all have to interview a minority candidate uh, or, or multiple minority candidates as part of the uh, part of their coaching searches. Um, And he's suing because he believes that he was only getting uh, interview. He was getting basically fake interviews with teams to fill the quota. um, And he didn't have a chance at getting the job. And, I think he's speculating this because a text message he got from uh, Bill Belichick after. So Belichick sends a, sends a text out and it's like, um, so I hear you're the guy. And uh, Brian's like, Brian Flores is like, uh, what do you mean? And he's like giants. And the like exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. And uh, he's like, yeah, I interviewed with them on Thursday. I think I got a good chance. And uh, then Belichick responds, well, I, I, I've heard from Buffalo and the Giants that you're their guy. And, uh, and Flores, I think, is – I don't know what, what said after that, but at some point Flores is like, wait, Bill, are you messaging Brian Flores or Brian uh, Dabble? And, and, or no, he says, coach, coach, are you messaging Brian Flores or Brian Dabble? <laughs> and Belichick's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like oh shit um wrong sorry, brian uh, sorry wrong brian yeah so so now he believes because he has the interview at this point and bill belichick's basically texting brian dabble that yeah you got the job but flores has an interview still for this job and then they hire brian dabble so he's he's basically saying he didn't have a fair shake at it which yeah in that context of that message it seems and and i heard i heard even um rumors that the first brian dabble interview only lasted like five minutes and it was basically just a formality to to get it on the books that they interviewed him and and then they were he was coming over with the the new gm so yeah it seems uh it seems a little suspect denver broncos are very very upset by it though they they've come out and they basically 
laid out the entire process they went through. They said they had, uh, they met with them. It was scheduled for like three hours. They met the whole time. You know, they did a full, you know, full proper interview. They had numerous members of their front office in the, in the meeting. And they just decided to go with another candidate, which, which I think is fair. If they think that, um, you know, Nathaniel Hackett's going to be a better head coach, then, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but definitely going to be interesting. And then also part of this, part of this lawsuit that's come out is that he Flores claims that the owner of the Miami Dolphins was offering him a hundred thousand dollars per loss um, in order to tank to get uh, Joe, I think it was the Joe Burrow draft. They wanted he wanted them to tank that year, and Flores that was Flores' first year. He refused to tank. I think they finished like five and five and eleven or something like that that year. Yeah, it's just kind of kind of crazy. This you know, it sounds like that you know the Miami owner might be forced to sell the team based on this, even though it doesn't sound like it's the first time an owner has uh, has offered to pay a coach for losses it sounds like uh hugh jackson in uh in cleveland was was paid to uh, paid to lose but if hugh jackson was paid to lose he might be like the best coach of all time because his his losing percentage is off the charts <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any thoughts on flores yeah like the hundred thousand dollar thing i think is going to be like tough to prove i guess Unless it's he's got it in in uh, some sort of writing form, like email or text. Yeah, like your what are you gonna like? It's gonna be your word, I guess, against the owner's word if it's not in writing. And I think that's just gonna go by the wayside because, like, w- the only other way that he can show that this was happening if it wasn't in writing is if he actually took the hundred thousand dollars, which he said he didn't. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. So unless he's got something in writing, I think that's just going to be swept under the rug. They're going to say, well, hopefully the league will investigate. That's what, that's what you want is the, for the league. And maybe they go through the million emails and the dolphins and, you know, yeah. find whatever. I, I think this owner, so he's like, he's an old guy anyways. He's apparently been on his way out for a few years and they've already have a replacement lined up. So he may just sell the team and, and be done with it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's just one of those things where unless he's got, paper yeah, trail he's, he said she said she, yeah and or he said he said in this case and the and the nfl is gonna stick to the owner who's investing way more money and you know what i mean uh, not necessarily but if there's no if there's no know, paper that, trail there's yeah nothing there there's nothing they're gonna do about it yeah and then as for the coaching the coaching stuff like part of me is like i understand the whole rule i get the whole rule i i think it's a great rule but like in the same sense, sometimes you just know who you want as a coach, and like you, same thing. Like you could have had, you could have brought the guy in, had a three-hour interview with him, and then said, "See you later," and we're not going to hire you, right? Like, and that's why I think this, like, that's what this this rule is to get these guys job interviews and stuff. But sometimes you just know, like, this is the guy we want to hire, and. You don't yeah. even have to have an interview with a guy, right? Like, it'd just be like, "This is the guy we're hiring." Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't disagree. I, I think it's a stupid rule, to be honest. And it, not that, it, not that it's a stupid rule in in that you're including them. I, I think it's a stupid rule in that you have to have a rule for that in this day and age. Like, comes back to last week. Like, like yeah. what fucking era are we living in, right? Like, you know, why? Are, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, Brian Flores should be a head coach in the in the NFL. Period. 
He should not have been fired from the Dolphins, period. Like, he he deserves to be a head coach. I think the Saints will, will scoop him up if unless they're drawn away by this drama now. But, you know, I – he he was one of the best head coaching candidates. Were there other good head coaching candidates? Yes. And it depends what you are looking for in your team. Uh, but I definitely think that, that Brian Flores should be coaching somewhere next next season. Well, I guess. Um, the problem is is that you, he's a good head coach, but these guys that they're giving jobs to are also like os- offensive coordinators that are getting their chance to be a head, to prove themselves as a head coach too, right? So like... Yeah, he's a great head coach, but these guys are great offensive or defensive coordinators, and let's see what they can do as in a head coaching, right? Like that's how you get your start. Some of these guys. So to say, yeah, at the same time, like you, you got there's there's good coordinators that aren't getting jobs. Like, but for sure, Byron, did Byron Leftwich get a job yet? I don't think he's even interviewed for a job. He's interviewed for a lot of jobs, or he was on the list, anyways. Yeah, but some some of them like don't want to take the job, like. Like Dan Quinn for the Cowboys, he interviewed for a lot of jobs and he basically, after going through the interview process, he didn't see the right fit for him and said, you know what, I'm not taking a job. I'm going to yeah. stay with the Cowboys, right? So like, yeah, I heard Leftwich was a, was a final or he was, he was the, he was the guy for the Jags, but he wanted the GM gone. And I think that was a sticking point. So he may not have taken the job because they're sticking with, was it Trent Balky? Is that the... I, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I heard with him. Uh, yeah. But like Eric, Eric Bieniemy, in uh, the offense coordinator for the Chiefs, is supposed to have been, uh, you know, the head coaching candidate for like three years in a row. So either the guy interviews like shit, or they just yeah. But that could be the same thing as the the Josh McDaniels, right? Like that guy. How long is that guy supposed to have been a head coach for? And he just, you know, what I don't, I don't want to go yet. I don't want to go yet. And finally, yeah. now he just decided he wants to go and try it out right like he's yeah well he's well he was there he was a head coach with the broncos before yeah but but you know what i mean like he was he was an offensive coordinator for how long in the last you know what i mean yeah so he's, he's going to the raiders with the scouting director or something like that from the the pats from, from the pats yeah yeah and like even the raiders head coach like the intern guy he did a pretty good job with the raiders and yeah, he's a players coach too. There, a lot of players. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Jacobs was like saw the announcement. He gave like the the kind of like eh, you know like that that face emoji. That eh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so he, he deleted it pretty quick after. But yeah, yeah, I think he. I think they liked Bisaccia there. I think Bisaccia apparently is a candidate for uh, the Jags, which I think would be a good fit. Um, but like, because they, they need the they need a players coach there. That's when. You know, they need to change the culture and he might be the guy to do that. Yeah. They're even talking about like Josh McCowan being the coach for the Texans, right? So yeah. I think it all I there's think lots of candidates. There's lots of candidates everywhere. Yeah. I think Flores I, I just think Flores is a good coach. He I think he's he's done too much with a shitty Dolphins team to get thrown out because he did a good job and then not get a job somewhere else. Like Yeah. But you know he might have to wait a year to get that job, right? Like sometimes. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going to get paid anyways. Yeah. Right? and I'm not saying he's not going to get another job. I'm just saying like sometimes you got to wait to get your job too, right? So yeah, I'm with you. I just think I just think he was one of the best candidates. That's my opinion. Yeah. Last thing we got here, uh, Tom Brady 
announced his retirement over the weekend, broken by Adam Schefter and somebody else. Can't remember the other guy's name. Then it was refuted. Tom Brady is not retiring. Uh, he hasn't made up his mind yet. Basically, the the thought is that somebody leaked it to those guys to make them look stupid for the Deflate Gate. <laughs> and then uh, and then yesterday, Tom Brady on his Instagram announces his retirement. Like I get it, Tom wanted to control the narrative, and he probably wanted to make those guys look bad. But I would have waited. You know, maybe wait till Super Bowl Sunday and then just drop it. Like that should have been Tom's. Tom should have stole the the, the thunder on Super no. Bowl Sunday. You yeah, I think you wait, wait two weeks. You've already because you've already made these guys look stupid. So that you can make if you want if your goal is to make them look stupid, you you make them wait a couple weeks and then you now you drop it right on Super Bowl Sunday or drop it on Saturday if you don't want to take away from the game. But he he could have made this announcement so much more dramatically and not. Uh, you know, like, yeah. it just seems so like anticlimactic that he, he makes this announcement. He, he goes out of his way to refute it that he hasn't made up his mind, and then two days later, he's he's retiring. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I don't know. I think that was just like these guys come out said you're retiring. You're gonna say no, I'm not retiring, and then no, I actually am retiring. Like, why wouldn't you just you know what? Yeah, I'm retiring, or I'm gonna wait a week or two weeks or three weeks and say okay, yeah, now I'm retiring. Like. Yeah, no. My decision, you yeah. Know, not that, not not refute that you haven't made your decision yet to make those guys look stupid, and then you make your decision a day later. Yeah, like, like I was leaning towards it, but you know, the the best the best meme though was that one of uh, Giselle on her on her phone. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no like, like this is Tom. I'm retiring. Don't call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom's gone. Patriots fans are all butthurt because he gave this like. 10,000 word goodbye and he doesn't didn't mention Kraft, Belichick or the Patriots once in it. He yeah. talked about he mentioned a lot of little people, he mentioned a lot the Bucks and and everything. But yeah, these Pats fans are are so butthurt that they didn't get mentioned in it. Yeah, but did did he do that when he left? When we went to Tampa Bay, didn't he write something about thanking the Pats fan and all this shit already anyways? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, so then what the yeah. fuck are they worried about? Like fuck well, over like, it. Come on, like this guy's been with your organization for fucking 20 years. They're probably gonna, they're probably gonna sign into a one day contract so he yeah, can they're retire going to. Pat. Yeah, they're going to. And you announce your retirement and you don't actually physically thank the team that basically gave you everything. Yeah, but he's already thanked them before he went to Tampa Bay. I hope he doesn't sign that one day contract because I think those are stupid. Yeah, but he's going to. But like, why does what does he why does he have to thank them in his retirement thing? Like, but why? They, the guy won fucking six Super Bowls there. He won fucking twelve or thirteen. Exactly. So you thank the organization that you've you've accomplished so much with. No, no, no. no. They, they, they should thank him, and the fucking fans should be thanking him. Yeah, they owe him all that shit. He doesn't owe them shit. So why is he thanking the Bucks? Because they took the Bucks took him in. Because they paid him a shit ton of money that the that he didn't take from the Patriots. It, so. Yeah, but he's thanking the Bucks for the exact same thing. He's thanking them for helping him break his rec- break records and win Super Bowl and everything else. So why, like, that's because like, Bill Belichick told him to retire. That's like that's like Sundin retired. He retired as a member of the Vancouver Canucks, but when he retired, he didn't thank the Toronto Maple Leafs or Patrick Waugh didn't thank the Montreal Canadiens. Like, what do you guys like? Really? 
You don't thank the organization that made you basically who you are. He already did. No, you didn't. Like he that's, did before he left for Tampa Bay. That's, that's thanks. Thanks, and, I'm leaving. But he's, he's not actually physically retired. And he was staying at Tampa Bay because they let him have control, basically, of like everything. It, does, it doesn't matter. You still fucking. He pretty much coached the fucking team. They're the organization that made you who you are, gave you your shot. He no, won this, he, won this, he won number seven with the Bucks. That's the record breaker. That's a fuck you to Bill Belichick. He's only got six. That's the the Bucks are the spot. All right. You plus, plus, he, plus he made sixty million dollars over those two years and didn't have to pay income tax on it. So yeah, you know, exactly. he, he the governor. He probably thanked Trump. He you know he had a lot of he had too many people to think he couldn't fucking fit. He, he, you want to go on another ten thousand words? He, like I don't I don't know I don't know much about Instagram, but there's probably a limit on how many um, sub sub no. posts you can do within no, there. There's definitely not. <laughs> You can dump a whole lot on there. You can dump a whole lot of shit into the posts that you got on Instagram. I don't know. Personally, if it was me and I've played pretty much my whole career at one place, I'd be thanking the team and the... I wouldn't even have to... I wouldn't thank the fans. I would just thank the Patriots organization for... for Patriots Nation, you're welcome. Mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) I think he just had more fun in Tampa Bay. That's why he was thinking them because he well, had a lot more fun in Tampa Bay I'm than he did in New England. I'm not disputing that he didn't have more fun in Tampa Bay. I'm just saying that if it wasn't for New England taking a risk on him and giving him a shot and him turning out to be who he was, that none of this would have ever happened. Yeah, but he already thanked them. I'm pretty sure he took out like a, a, a section in the newspapers, wrote a whole fucking thing to them, thanking them and all that shit. So like, what else yeah. do they fucking need? Like, they're that was, that much that they still need more from him. The guy he gave him so fucking much. That was that was Leave the thanks. guy alone. Let him fucking retire. That was thanks. I'm leaving you to go win a Super Bowl with another team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now well, thank I'm you for everything. See you later. I'm, I'm gonna go win one without Bill Belichick. So fuck now you I'm guys. I'm retiring I'm from the league, and you guys are the organization that gave me my start and gave me twenty years and six Super Bowl rings. Well, maybe he's saving it for his uh, Hall of Fame speech. Maybe you shouldn't get a Hall of Fame speech. I'd like to thank Logan Ryan for yeah, there you go. scoring the final touchdown, scoring the final touchdown pass as a Patriot. Uh, <laughs> it was an interception return for a touchdown, but that's still uh, still the best uh, the best touchdown pass I threw that season. And uh, go Bucks! Did he even name yeah. Gronk in the thing? He should thank Gronk for all those catches and touchdowns that he got because of Gronk. <laughs> so that Brady and Gronk. Are the all-time tandem uh, touchdown leader? So they have the most combined. They have the most touchdowns oh, sure. by tandem. Wouldn't surprise for me for sure, but they have a lot. Like I don't, you know, you think of like Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. Jerry Joe Rice Montana. and Steve Young. Waterboys killed him. Best tackler I've seen since Joe Montana. Joe Montana was a quarterback, you idiot. I said Joe Montana. Peyton Manning and uh, Marvin Harrison, you know, there's been a lot of pretty good combos. So, you know, say I'm not saying I was surprised, but you know, I'm. It was news when I saw it. All right, any other football shit you guys want to talk about? I'm just looking at the list now. Unless this is an old one, they're they're only second. I don't know when this article was released. They only have 105, where Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison have 114. This could be old. 
It's just the first yeah. article I clicked on. Nope, January 24th, 2022. Well, I don't know. I saw on TSN this morning that they were the... Maybe it's playoff playoff duo or something. Like maybe that. it's maybe it's quarterback tight end. Yeah, no, it might it might have been play. Uh, maybe might have been the playoffs. Maybe that could be right. But anyways, yeah, no more football. All right, Austin Matthews career milestone point number four hundred. That's like three hundred and ninety five more than the leading point scorer on the Habs this season. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Kudo, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Why? I'm just wondering. I checked out when I heard Matthews. But... How's Pitlick doing? I don't fucking know. He's okay. He's your leading goal scorer. You'd think you'd know. You'd keep tabs he on still, the guy. I don't think he's still the leading scorer. I think it changed. I'm, I'm checking right now just you're, to... You're paying the guy $6 million this offseason because he's your best player. I'm updating. i got to update all the, the viewers on who... Oh, we still have a tie atop Nick the Suzuki. leaderboard with nine goals... Nikola Suzuki, Tyler Toffoli, and Josh Anderson all tied with nine goals. Pitlick still one behind with eight. So we're he's still there. So there you go. The updated Montreal Canadiens top goal scoring list. Awesome. I like it. You guys got a guy that's played 24 games and hasn't even scored a goal yet. And he's a center. Who's that? Paquette. Cedric. Yeah. Lots of ones on here too. Huh. <laughs> uh, NHL All-Star Game goes this weekend. Alex Ovechkin will be forced to miss the game uh, due to COVID. Um, so a much-deserving player. Guy keeps his nose clean, works hard, puts the puck in it. Tom Wilson going to the All-Star Game. That boy, Tommy. I hope he lays a big hit. <laughs> Just lays almost, somebody out. This almost feels like a John Scott kind of thing. Not really. Going to the All-Star game. He's having his statistically his best season ever. Yeah, I'm not I'm just saying, like, was Ovechkin the only guy from Washington? Like, is this why Tom nope. Wilson's going? Well, it seems Kuznetsov is going now as yeah. well. To replace Fox. But Wilson was was named I think Ovi was the first was the only one. Yeah. So then they had to pick someone from Washington to replace him. But I still think it would have been it could have been Tom Wilson because Kuznetsov got to replace a ranger yeah yes but that's because there's got multiple rangers yeah but it doesn't it didn't have to be a washington capital to it had to, to be replace a ranger no it had to be a washington capital to replace a washington capital like ovechkin I get that. but but who who is who should have been going over him if kuznetsov is going as a replacement for no a ranger i'm not i'm saying that someone else could have went over. I think there's probably other players that could have been there if it was a true All Star game. I think a lot of players don't want to go to the All Star game. Who, and who could have? Who should have been there over Tom Wilson Jones? That's, that's what I want to hear. A lot of these guys take. Well, I think Crosby should have been there over Tom Wilson for sure. Well, why wasn't Crosby named over Kuznetsov then? Because I don't think Crosby wants to go to the All Star game. Is what I'm getting at. I think a lot of these veteran players do not want to go to the All Star game. That's why you see a lot of them take suspensions to not go to the all-star game i was thinking about it the other day i think the all-star game is kind of like a, a men's league tournament it's like you know when you're when you're young you want to yep. go you know it's a weekend to get away and you just get drunk with the boys and you have fun then you as you get to kind of mid you know the middle you know mid like late 20s early 30s you're like yeah do i really want to go do this 
But then when you get like late in your career, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going again. You know, like I, I that's, just think that's what I think of the all-star game now. I think that, well, you, you see it. There's a lot of players that are get selected and then they're like, I don't want to go. And they take their, like the NHL is like, well, we have to suspend you a game for not going. And I don't think anybody was suspended this year for not going. I don't think so. But I think that it's also a lot of younger players going this year that are a making it like it's in Las Vegas. Right. So like you could bring family and you can bring your entourage worth of people down to Las Vegas with you and actually have a time. Right. Like some of these places are places people don't want to go or St. Louis for the all-star game. Yeah, exactly. You get to see the you get to see the bridge to the west. Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking like I don't know. I think the the All Star Game. There is a lot of people that don't want to go to it. My other thought is, so someone brought this up. Do you think like instead of getting suspended, Ovechkin just said, "Yeah, give me a positive COVID test and I'll sit out this game anyways." Like they played tonight, so like he sat out tonight. By the time he comes back, by the time they come back from the All Star Game, his COVID's gone and he's back playing again kind of thing. He's probably he's probably just pissed he can't go to the Olympics. It's probably less to do with the All-Star game. Not wanting to go to the All-Star game. It's more he, wa- he wanted to go to the Olympics and the owner said he could go no matter what. And then the IHF had to say, if you're under contract in the NHL, you're not allowed to come. <laughs> but like, that's what they were saying. Like, if, if, this is, if this was truly COVID and it could happen to anybody, he wouldn't be able to go to the Olympics anyways. Yeah. Right? I don't think it is COVID. Well, yeah, it probably is COVID, but I think he, he probably... I don't think he was going to the All-Star game no matter what, to be honest. I don't know. Ovechkin loves that shit. You're talking Ovechkin, about. Wouldn't Ovechkin is the only, he's one of the only players to take a suspension and not go to the All-Star game. He took a suspension last year not to go to the All-Star game. It's because yeah. he wanted to re- uh, relax, rest. Yeah, so why did you just say he he loves that shit? Because he loves if going he took, there. If he, he took an all, if he he's took, going to Vegas. Don't you think OVB at Vegas? They got strip clubs. He loves the strip club. I'm just saying, you make no sense when you say he loves that shit. But you, last year he took a suspension to not go to the All Star game. You don't know the shit he's talking about. Wait, they didn't even have an All Star game last year. So what are you talking about? Two years ago. Two years ago, he took a suspension not to go to the All Star game. Yeah, because I think he was kind of hurting and he just wanted to rest. Or that, or he wanted to go on vacation with the wife. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's took multiple suspensions not to go to All Star games. But hey, he but loves he's the All Star game. Yeah, because when he goes there, he has fun. You've seen him fucking dress up and all that kind of shit. Yes, when he was younger, like Oscar said, he wasn't that young. It was only a couple years ago. Come on, he, he's at a stage where he doesn't want to be there, and then like in a year or two, he'll he'll start going again. Yeah, nah, I think he wanted to go to Vegas. Who doesn't want to go to Vegas? Have you been to Vegas? No, I want to go. <laughs> but I know I'll get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so they're doing a skills competition on Saturday. They have a couple events like Jones predicted on the strip. Or I think I mentioned they were going to be something on the strip. Jones said they would be doing something at the Bellagio Fountain. I did. And it seems yeah. like they are. They have something called, was it a five spot? It's like, that, it's like the trick shots. You know how they did the one for in St. Louis where they were like firing pucks from the upper deck onto the into the deck. They're doing that, yeah. but on the in the fountain. Yeah, and then they have some sort of blackjack game set up. I don't know quite how it works, but it's a shooting contest blackjack game. I think. Yeah, they got to hit twenty one. Like yeah, they got to hit twenty one in the least amount of shots or something like that. But do they get to see the cards or are the cards hidden? I think they get to see the cards. Yeah, they just got to hit the cards, right? 
That's sort of like what they did in St. Louis because St. Louis they had like a number system, wasn't it? Like you get five points for hitting that target, ten for hitting that. So it's almost the same idea, but this time they're trying to equal to twenty-one. Should be you have to get to twenty-one in the most shots. So just keep hitting ones. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take forever. They don't want to be there all fucking day. Yeah, but that should be the that's that's gonna take more skill than uh, than hitting two shots on a, a ten and a ace. I don't know. You have to hit a two, a six, an eight, and a five to get so twenty-one. So you're saying just hit as much cards as you can to equal twenty-one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, most, the most card you have to hit the most cards to equal twenty-one. Okay. I can see where you're coming from then there. I thought you were just saying, like, just fucking keep getting, like, an ace over and over again to hit 21. No, well, there's, four aces. there's only four aces on the board, right? So. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying, yeah. Oh, they play. Maybe they'll have, like, their songs that they play at the fountain. Well, they got some screw good them ones up. when the fountains go off. So is it going to be, like, the, a distraction the, or something? Uh, the Leaf Goal song going. They definitely won't get the whatever the Habs play. I don't even Nobody know what it is. Know, they don't score enough goals for anyone to know what their goals Holy are. Holy fuck. You think they've scored more than 12 at home? Over under 12 goals at home for the Montreal Canadiens this year. Over. What I want, you got to find it hard to handle. Wow, that fucking sucks. I'm just saying that, Kudo, so that you have to insert the clip. No, I'm not fucking doing that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, any other all-star news, guys? I got none. Okay, then uh, the only other hockey news we got, Jeremy Colleton is going to be taking over as the head coach of Canadian Olympic men's hockey team. It was previously to be coached by Claude Julien, but he is unable to go due to a medical issue or something. Yeah, he got he hurt. fell at practice and fractured a rib. Was it practice Ooh. or was it a team bonding situation? Because I heard it was a team bonding and he he uh, slipped on some ice and broke oh, a rib Oh, maybe or it was a team bonding. I just saw that he fell on ice. Yeah, that's what it was. And cracked a rib. But they were saying it was like a team bonding thing that they were doing and... He fell down and broke ribs. So why couldn't he? Why can't he go to the Olympics? Because he's in too much pain. I guess. Stand or like... they don't want him flying. I guess or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe because because a broken rib. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. That's gotta suck. That sucks because he put in a lot of work with picking the team and you know having to you know with all the changes they had to make. He put in a lot of video hours. I'm I'm sure. So yeah. Hopefully, Jared, Jared, uh, Jeremy Colton doesn't fuck it up and uh, Blackhawks this thing. Yeah. And Eric Stahl was named captain for uh, Team Canada. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we broke that news last week, didn't we? Yep, pretty much we did. David DeHarnay was uh, named an assistant as well, kudo. <laughs> David DeHarnay's on the team? Yep. Yeah. Ex-Hab, baby. <laughs> He's also an ex-Ranger. I don't give a shit about that. Okay. Um, any other any other hockey news? I don't think I don't think so. It wasn't, you know, much going on in the world of hockey right now. Leafs... Uh, Leafs dusted the the Devils in back to back games. They were down down four one. They've had they they were down what four one to the Red Wings on Saturday. Came back and went seven to four. They were down down to the Devils on Tuesday Monday. Came back won seven four I think, and then they won like eight one last night I think. Uh, Leafs uh, are starting yeah, to score some goals one. again. Did Seven you guys watch that game against uh, Detroit? Uh, was that Saturday? You were saying? No, I was watching the Royal Rumble. 
I was at work. Okay, well, I saw the highlights, and Tyler Batuzzi stood in front of their empty net and took oh, yeah. two shots. He did a two-pad two pad stack, <laughs> yeah. stack them up. But then I forget the quote now, but it was somebody was saying about, because he's he's on Vaxxed, and it's like, wow, it's surprising to see Tyler Batuzzi take two shots to the body. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how it actually went, but it was like one of those things. As soon as I saw it, I like died laughing, knowing that he's like unvaxxed and everything. And it's like, wow, I'm surprised he took those two shots to the to the body. <laughs> then he got pissed because he went to go block. I saw the end actually. Now that you said that, he went to go block the another shot a couple seconds later in the game, and Tavares like flipped the puck over him as he's laying on the ice and into the back of the empty net, and he got so pissed off. But yeah. It was uh, it was a heroic effort. Oh yeah, fuck, gun on him for to stopping that. He could have easily took it in the face. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, got some stuff to talk about. My boy Shohei, Shohei the MVP. He has been unveiled as the cover athlete for MLB The Show 22, Showtime. Showtime, baby. He's the face of the MLB. Sure is. And everyone said that he couldn't be the face, or who was it? That stupid A. Smith fucker. Stephen A. Yeah. He said that uh, he he can't Stay be. Stay off the weed. <laughs> he can't be the uh, the face of baseball because he's Japanese. Well, fuck you. Otani is going to be the face of baseball, and I like it. Stephen A. Sn- Smith annoys me sometimes. Oh, he fucking pisses me off. Like, like I said some shit that's like, man, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, agreed. Think, like, that's what he gets paid to do, though. I understand, understand that, that, but fuck. Like, like, sometimes it's like, man, like, you're just, like, yelling for no fucking reason. Like, what you just said was stupid, so shut the fuck up. Next question, because it was stupid. Next question. Next question, because it was stupid. That comment probably kept Barry Bonds out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Barry. Canadian men's soccer team is a wagon. They are going to qualify for the Olympics for the first time since 1985. They beat El Salvador tonight 2-0. They beat um, Team USA on Sunday 2-0. And they beat uh, Honduras on Thursday 2-0, I want to say. Two nothing, six nothing on this this home on this uh, what do you call it qualifying window. Yeah, uh, they got one window left. They had a chance to had a chance to get in. Let's let's just see what the other teams did. Let's see how USA the, uh, won. Okay, so the Americans won. They needed to lose. That was one of the things for Canada to qualify today. Mexico, Panama are still playing, and uh, Costa Rica beat Jamaica. So. So Canada still has a chance. Well, Canada will, will they're going to clinch in the next window, in the final window. But um, yeah, they're in in great shape. Took nine points here. Yeah, looking real good. Canada going to the Olympics or going to the World Cup. I was going to say World Cup. Going to the Olympics too. You heard it here first. <laughs> they, it was the 1986 World Cup that they were at. Go fuck yourself, Kudo. I'm just trying to. No, fuck you. You want facts? I got facts. Sorry, you were the only one alive for it. We should know him better. That's right. I also looked it up because I thought it was 86 when you said 85, but I wasn't going to tell you that it was 86. Fuck that, I'm telling them. <laughs> I was just rolling with it. Uh, former Oklahoma Sooners quarterback, freshman Caleb Williams, who entered the transfer portal after, uh, what's his name? Lincoln Riley. 
Lincoln Riley uh, bolted for USC. Caleb Williams has also bolted for UFC. He will be joining his former coach uh, on the West Coast. West Coast. West Coast. Um, yeah. So Caleb Williams transferring to USC. Haven't heard any other big transfers recently, um, but will be interesting to see what Oklahoma does next year. I think they're they've lost a lot of players. So. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother is back. It debuts tonight, I believe. 11 contestants. Do you guys care? Uh, I might um, check it out. I'm going to watch. Like Sometimes it's very slim pickings on TV, so I will watch. But yeah, The uh, the cast is a little underwhelming. Um, we got Carson Kressley from... Uh, he's the blonde guy from uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Uh, we got Chris Kattan, who used to be on uh, Saturday Night Live, Night at the Roxbury guy. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick, you can get your ass kicked. Worse than the Little Limp Biscuit Bastards. Uh, so Chris, Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick from uh, NSYNC. Uh, Cynthia Bailey, who is a real housewife of Atlanta. She's a model and TV personality. We got uh, Lamar Odom, uh, former NBA forward, former Kardashian. Uh, we got... Misha Tate, who is a movie star and a UFC fighter. We've got Mira Nagasu, who is an Olympic figure skater. Obviously not in this Olympics. No, she old. We got, oh, she's only 28. She's the youngest house guest on the, on the show. <laughs> figure skating wise, I think she's old. <laughs> Shayna Mokler, who is a model, actress, and TV personality. Teddy Mellencamp who I thought was like going to be John Cougar Mellencamp's daughter or wife or something. But she's a, she's a, she's a real housewife, uh, real housewife, Beverly Hills could still be, could still be uh, related to John Cougar Mellencamp. We don't, I don't know, but um, she is uh, a self-professed accountability coach. And um, she's been on the last three seasons of real housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, Todd Bridges from different strokes, Todd Bridges. And Todrick Hall, who is an American singer, songwriter, choreographer, and YouTuber. And that's the cast. Yep. Who, who are your picks? Who's winning it? Did you say Teddy Mellencamp? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a child of the John Cougar Mellencamp. I'm picking her to win. And so she, is related to, she is related to the she's, Cougar? She's a, she's a t- child of the Cougar. Misha Tate. You're taking Misha Tate? Yep. I'm going to take Todrick Hall. Don't know who he is. I think he's gonna he's gonna be the guy. All right. Well, we'll maybe talk Big Brother next week. Maybe not. Without football, we're we're gonna be slim picking. So probably, but uh. <laughs> at least next week we'll have the Super Bowl to still talk about. Yeah. So and, maybe uh, two weeks from now. Yeah. Last thing in stuff here. Well, we can still talk about the pre shit, you motherfucker. Last thing in uh, in stuff here. Royal Rumble went uh, Saturday night. Overall, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was as bad as UFC's been or. Uh, WWE's been recently, you know. Well, what Roman the- Reigns kicked off the show. He had a really good match with uh, Seth Rollins, even though it, you know the storyline didn't really build beforehand, and he didn't really get the payoff. Rollins was close to winning, and Reigns decided to you know put him in a submission move. Rollins was almost out, but the ref dropped his arm, and Rollins grabbed the rope with it. Rope break, Reigns held on to the submission, 
and got disqualified. So Seth Rollins won the match, but did not win the belt. Yep, but it told a story, though. Yeah, but I don't know if we're going to get any payoff from the story. That's the, the problem. Yeah. Just because of the way that some of the other matches were booked in the night. So uh, then we had, I don't even know what the next matchup was. Might have been the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think it was the Women's Royal Rumble. Women's Royal Rumble, just thought yeah, I'd let you know. Pick, Ronda Rousey, out of retirement. Um, she wins the Royal Rumble. My pick, Alexa Bliss, wasn't even in the Royal Rumble, um, which is good because I didn't. Actually, no, my pick was Shayna Baszler. Mine was Alexa Bliss. <laughs> she wasn't even yeah, in. Was yeah, she wasn't in. <laughs> Shayna Baszler came out number 30. I thought she was looking good. Had a couple of moments with Ronda where they you know looked at each other. They know each other from uh, their MMA past. They had it wasn't 30. Smiles. What? I don't think she was 30. She didn't come out there. 29? She was like 28. Oh my God. Who cares? Ronda was, Ronda was 28. Fuck you, Jones. Here's here. Fuck you, Jones. Ronda was 28. Shayna was 30, I think. Oh, Shayna? Yeah, I think maybe Shayna was 30, maybe. I uh, maybe. Remember. She might have been. Who knows? But anyways, Ronda, Ronda won. It came down to Ronda and Charlotte Flair. And uh, Ronda got the, the win, much to Charlotte's chagrin. It, Seems to be setting up a Ronda Charlotte WrestleMania main event. Uh, although she had a promo with Becky on Monday Night Raw, but uh, I, I think it's going to go the other way. What do what do we have for returns? I can't remember that with the women's as much. I, I know Paige was rumored, but I don't think she was actually in it. Was she good? No, she didn't show up. And uh, was and Bailey? Did she come back? Nope. It wasn't that. It was just like old wrestlers that came back. It wasn't nothing major, except for maybe the Mickey, the fact that Mickey James showed up and she actually had her uh, TNA belt with her. Yeah, Sarah Sarah Logan came back. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, there wasn't really too, it wasn't many. too many. No, it was it wasn't even NXT girls or anything. It was just no. kind of like old old girls, like you know, some that I didn't even know. Yeah, some of them were just some like, oh, yeah. were... must have been a time where I wasn't watching. <laughs> yeah. Like the girl that started the match with um, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Yeah. And Sasha Banks' elimination was pretty underwhelming. Like, you know, she lasted like three quarters of the match. Yeah. And she just got eliminated by a nobody. Which is stupid. Uh, What else we have? Um, Edge and the Glenn is on. Beat uh, Miz and Maurice. Becky Lynch beat Dewdrop. No real surprise there. Uh, then we have Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Good fight. They ended up knocking the referee out. And then Roman Reigns came out, hit Brock Lesnar with a spear, collected the championship belt from Paul Heyman, hit Brock Lesnar with it, knocked him out. Bobby Lashley covered. The referee got up, counted it, and Bobby Lashley became the new champion. And Paul Heyman left with Roman Reigns, which builds a good storyline. Uh, then we had the Royal Rumble match. Overall, pretty anticlimactic. I don't think there was too much. There was a big botch in uh, Kofi Kingston trying to make a big. Uh, he was trying to sit on the on the rail off of elimination and do some crazy gimmick to get back in, but he uh, yep. he botched it. His feet hit the floor, so he was eliminated pretty quick. Bad Bunny was in it. He was a celebrity entrant. He he eliminated a few guys. He held his own for a little bit. He did really well. I was impressed with him. Yeah, his his wrestling skills are pretty good. Um, and then Shane McMahon came back late in the Rumble. We'll get more to Shane McMahon in a little bit. But uh, the last entrant was Brock Lesnar. And he just literally came out and eliminated like the last six or seven guys that were in there, just throwing them all out, and then won. That was 
that was it. No real climax. I don't even know who. I don't even remember who the second place person was. Like I don't remember who it came down to it. Really? It was your boy, Drew McIntyre. Oh, they almost had like right. that. I like, do remember that. It was like one of those like, are they going to let Drew get his moment again? Or yeah, yeah, I do recall now. And and Drew came back off injury. That was a big, you know, kind of a surprise. I thought he was. I thought it was a fake injury. Anyway, yeah, that's so what I, I thought too. Was going to be like there. a. Like um, but yeah, he was he was supposed to be out like six weeks and it was like three weeks that he was actually out so yeah um anyways brock lesnar wins now it sets up uh roman reigns and uh and brock lesnar for wrestlemania which i guess you finally get your payoff uh we didn't get it day one i don't know whether that was planned or not that they didn't go at day one it, it seems to work out in the storyline here yeah but yeah, no. bobby lash is a champion he's going to defend in the elimination chamber uh, which would be a good match. It doesn't sound like they have really any plans for that title, so it sounds like anybody could really win that one and create a storyline for WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I, I am interested. Two night WrestleMania again this year, which is good, so they can do what, all the matches they want, but not have like a six hour show. So that's good. Or like good a fucking twelve hour show with the fucking kickoff and everything. Yeah, and uh, that's it for stuff. Just oh no, wait, that's not it for stuff. Go ahead, John. So you had something to say. I was just going to say, you were about to forget Shane McMahon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Shane McMahon, who was uh, in the Royal Rumble, made his return. Um, I read he was supposed to have some storylines coming up. He was going to be competing at Elimination Chamber and at uh, WrestleMania. Well, uh, apparently his dad fired him today. <laughs> he, he gone. You're fired. Screw you. You're fired. Yeah, it doesn't. Make a loss. He wasn't on Raw, which at least I don't think he was. So I guess that plays into the, you know, because he would have been back on Raw, but he was supposed to have a storyline on Raw and uh, and matches at Elimination Chamber and uh, at WrestleMania, but he was fired. Apparently, he was the producer for the Royal Rumble, and they didn't like the way it was booked. And you yep. know, apparently, he he and Bad Bunny were booked too strong. But I didn't have any problems with the way that match went. Like. Yeah, like, he was, was booked a little bit weak, I thought. And other than that, I didn't really have anything. Well, that and the fact that I didn't like how AJ Styles got tossed out by that madcap yeah. Moz, considering AJ was like the first entry and lasted for, I don't know how long, at least a half hour. He was in there yeah. for a good amount of the... He's into the 20s when he got eliminated. Yeah, like he to have somebody like that, like, no, he, he should have been like... Should have been like Brock Lesnar tossing him out or something. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't have been this Matt Cap Moss or the fuck Randy Moss, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. Like, that's the problem. Matt Cap is he's he's a, okay, but he's like a secondary character in his duo. Like, and they've been booking him as like the main guy. So like, what does that make Baron Corbin? Right? Yeah, like yeah, he's supposed doesn't... to be Corbin's like sidekick, and like now they're I trying think to Corbin like was hurt. that's why they booked him. But he had like a singles match with somebody good at. Uh... Oh, it was with Drew McIntyre, wasn't it? At uh, at day one, and then they attacked him backstage, wasn't that? Him? Yeah, it was, was that. That was on a Raw or something. I don't think it was day one. He had the day one match. I remember Did that. He? Oh, okay, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to those two clowns. <laughs> I like yeah, I, don't, I like I Corbin, I but like I don't know. I just don't like the way they have his new character going now. I, I like Happy Corbin. I think it's a it's a it's a decent gimmick. Yeah, I just don't like his sidekick. <laughs> Well, he he's fine as a sidekick, but yeah, like like to your point, he shouldn't be eliminating superstar. Maybe if no. he eliminated Bad Bunny or someone like that, yeah, would have been you know Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> that was kind of funny, but like useless at the same time. Yeah. 
Oh, did you see the clip from uh, from Friday night at the hotel and Brock Lesnar slammed Wee Man through a table? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Brock's even like, you through this table. They're like, yeah, yeah, that table. He's like, all right. Wee Man's like, no. Makes him out his face. <laughs> Just breaks a table at the restaurant. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So that's it. Shane McMahon got fired. See what happens with him. I don't think it's a gimmick. You know, like I don't think it's. Uh, I think he's actually fired. I don't yeah, think it's storyline. It seemed like a lot of people were upset with the way it was booked. Like the men's Royal Rumble, at least. So it'll be interesting to see if Shane McMahon goes anywhere. <laughs> the amount of problems that WWE has, and you're complaining about the, how the Royal Rumble was booked. If, if Brock Lesnar coming out at number thirty and then eliminating six guys to win your match was was how the higher ups wanted it booked, it, it doesn't really matter what anything else in the match. Nobody, nobody cared. Yeah, I knew I got it wrong by saying Roman Reigns was going to lose his title and then go to Rumble and win. I kind of got the the storyline right. How like the champion lost the title, went to the Royal Rumble, and won it, so he can go get it back yeah. at WrestleMania. I thought so. Seth Rollins was going to win it. To be honest, with yeah, you, I know after he lost after the way he lost and got attacked afterwards, and then he wasn't even in the Rumble. So it was yeah. like, but I really thought they were actually going to hand the title to Seth Rollins and, and make Roman lose. But my theory at first thinking was they should have had. John Moxley, basically Dean Ambrose, come back and help Seth Rollins win the title. So that way, it kind of had that Shield storyline as well. Well, and he came out through the. I thought he was going to be a full face turn back to like Shield Seth Rollins. I thought that's what because he came out through the stands. He was wearing the tactical gear. Yeah, looked like he was going to go over, and then he, he was back on Raw and his uh, his gimmick, which yeah. I, I like this gimmick, but it's a heel. And that was like. The fact that it was four heels in the in the championship matches, I guess I guess Brock's a face now. I guess. Oh yeah, he's and, he's yeah he's working his way out to being a. And Bobby's and Bobby's face turn was no because he was not a face on Raw yeah. after winning the belt. So you know, I guess Brock was the face of that all along. Yeah. Well, with Whatever. him with him talking more on the mic and just being himself too, and just trying to be like goofy, he, he becomes yeah. a face. I think he's decent as a face like, oh, yeah. by himself without Heyman. Yeah. But when he's with Heyman, he can't be a face. That's no. just the reality of this. Yeah. All right. Jones, you're back in. I'm back in. I was yep. just saying, Kudo, were you watching the women's hockey game at all? Oh, no. It's, oh, shit. Sorry. I had it on the soccer, and I forgot to switch over to the hockey. Oh, it's okay. on already? Well, Can- Canada scored oh. like a minute and 40 seconds into the game. Who scored? And they just – that some Sarah Fillier or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. It wasn't Poulain? No. But this oh. girl, she's from Georgetown, apparently. I just just did a quick search. Nice. But they scored, and then they had an eight-minute review to see if it was a high stick or not. Eight minutes? It was like eight minutes where they were reviewing it to see if it was a high stick. Why is it eight minutes? Like, you could figure that out in, like, fucking two minutes, not even. <laughs> well, because it took the referees eight minutes Holy to review shit. it. And then I've, I've also noticed that I'm not sure if this is an IHF, IIHF rule or what, but the linesmen, I don't know if you have the game on now, but the refs have the, the refs have the orange orange armbands. Yeah. And the limes lines women or lines people lines are person. wearing white armbands. Yeah, I feel like that is like a well, at least like a European thing, I think. Yeah. Just caught my eye. I was like, I've never seen that before. Anyways, yeah. I guess I gotta put you guys on the fucking grill, don't I? Okay, but first before we do that, like how do you feel about these black Canadian jerseys? Don't like them. Right? And like just and then like every, every fucking thing, like their gloves and hell, everything's just black. Yeah, try picking out a number on one of the back of the jerseys. Yeah, because they got red number or red like yeah. yeah, red numbers. Dark red numbers. 
and they're when they very go up hard close, to pick it's up. okay, but like the view that they have sitting back, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I like them like at first, but now I'm thinking I don't know if I like them on the ice. No, grill it up. It's the grill. It's the grill. All right. So, grill question number one. Seeing as we're talking about Olympics, which Olympic sport do you guys think you could compete in at the Olympics if you trained? (laughs) If you trained. (laughs) Hockey. (laughs) Other than hockey, let's... Oh, if I trained? Yeah. Like, I want to see Kudo and the Moguls or something well, like that. No. For the past 10 years, but my fucking rink mates just keep fucking standing me up. You haven't fucking called me for uh, a... Uh... You're fucking skip. You're supposed to be putting the fucking team together. Yeah, All we're right. supposed to have a curling team, for fuck's sakes, Jones. You're supposed to be your fucking... Well, that girl scored twice now. Nice. I definitely think I could do... Not that, not that I would do it because I'm a pussy, but I think I could do like the luge or the skeleton because it's just like sledding, right? Would you do luge, skeleton, or bob sledding though? Well, now that I, now that there's a, a mono bob, I would get a sex change to do the mono. <laughs> the, <it's> mono bob. <laughs> Why is there no men's? <laughs> no, because uh-huh. the men do two and a four, and the women only do a four, and now they do a four and a mono bob or something like that, or a, a two and a mono bob. Yeah, I don't think the women do a four. Yeah, I think they do a two. They do a two and a mono. So kudo. Is, a, is there a is there an Olympic uh, like is there race walking in the Winter Olympics? Well, there's like cross country skiing that would I guess be kind of like race walking. No, that's not that's not the same. I feel like I could do speed skating. I got the wheels. Totally different. What if it was, like, what if it was like slow skating. There you go. Oh, you, then that's you. A <laughs> <laughs> <I> burn. <laughs> I, like I don't know. It. I would like to do snowboarding, but like I'd have to actually train and You're talking about freestyle, you're talking about uh like uh big air, you're talking about uh moguls, you're talking about uh Yeah, no, not I can't I don't know about the half pipe, but that'd be pretty sweet if I could do that, but I think I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like that like the one you just bomb it down straight down the hill and you hit the big jump and then you do as many tricks as you can until you land. That would be sweet. That's, that's like big air, it's called. <laughs> that's yeah, big the big air, air but I'd yeah. probably definitely like break something. Man, those guys do like so many flips and spins and oh, shit. They're going, I'd they're get going dizzy. all different directions. <laughs> I'd break a bone, I'd get dizzy, end up with a concussion, like I'd be fucked. <laughs> Could you ski jump like Eddie the Eagle? Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. isn't that what you guys want me to do? So yeah. Kudo the Eagle. Can we train Kudo for ski Kudo jumping? <laughs> I don't have I to do flips should... or nothing, right? I just gotta like just straight yeah, just up. You just gotta soar through the air. Toes up and then land. <laughs> I think we should get Kudo training to be a ski jumper. Okay, let's do it. Sponsor me. Sponsor you. <laughs> get me the training. Get me the training. Get... Hey, let's drive those merch sales, boys. Drive the merch sales. We need the fuck. We need to sponsor Kudo for speed. <laughs> Buy our shit. <laughs> We're gonna start a fucking for the Olympics. Buy our shit. <laughs> me page. Go fund kudos, me. Kudos ski jumping training. I don't even know if we have a Canadian ski jumper. So you could be like the ski jumper from Canada. We must have a on. ski jumper from Canada. Just walk on to the team. You don't even have to try out. Just the fact that kudos. I'm willing to do it. They're like, yeah, you're on the team. Yeah, you're on the kudos team. The the team. 
And Kudo the Canary. <laughs> He's got an all yellow jumpsuit. A <laughs> one piece. Let's go. Whoa. What happened? I don't know, but that goalie got fucking crushed. <laughs> I just look up and the goalie's helmet is off and she's out. She's got absolutely destroyed. Oh, she's talking to the Canadian player. Also. She's laughing. Okay. okay. Anyways, uh, next question. One of Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Deshaun Watson will end up in Tampa Bay next season. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Because I brought this up yesterday at dinner talking with my brother. Who are the options? Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Deshaun Watson? No. Kudo, are you going to elaborate on your yes? You're like, yes. I brought this up talking to my brother, and then you just stopped. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I said. That you didn't say how why to your brother you oh, just said no oh, i just said like it was just because like the fact that you know they want a decent quarterback and he wants to leave tampa bay so it'd be funny because he's isn't he he's from like down south or something isn't he he's, he's from california yeah there you go so it's funny for him from to go to florida west. because he's from california no just i'm not saying it's funny but i'm just saying it's the fact that he you, you specifically said it would be funny okay whatever what i said <laughs> I'm fucking trying to pay attention to also the Olympic game here because, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Their helmets got stuck <laughs> together. Like, what the fuck? Uh, like, this is fucking wild. What just happened? And, like, the goalie getting knocked over. And then now these the two centermen have their fucking helmets. Their cages, like, get stuck together. All right. Last question. The Montreal Canadiens will be a bottom five team next season. Yay or nay? Nay. I- I hear crickets from Kudo. Nay. It's it's very early in the process for the new GM. So I, I want to give them benefit of the doubt. I don't I don't want I don't wish them Yeah you do that they'll be bottom five, but there's only so many teams that can be bottom five and I don't know what they can do to improve enough right now. I think it's also gonna depend on Carey Price if he comes back to play next year or not. I think I want them to be like seven to eleven, so they don't have like a good high draft pick, and they don't have like you know what I mean. As as I was trying to answer, I was thinking about who's going to be in the bottom, and I'm I'm thinking that they will be improved because Carey Price will be back for them. You like unless they, hope so. unless they trade Suzuki and Carey Price and their first round pick this year for Leon Draisaitl. Nope. Uh, which I think would be the smartest thing that that franchise could do. Yeah, but do you think Edmonton wants that trade? No, they probably don't. They probably want to keep Draisaitl. Well, they so. need a goalie. They're getting uh, they're getting Shane Wright, and then they're getting uh, they're not getting Shane Wright. Nick Suzuki. Because the Habs are getting Shane Wright. Yeah, but they're they're trading their draft pick of Shane Wright to Edmonton for Leon Draisaitl. I don't like it. Well, I hope Shane Wright is a bust if he's a Montreal Canadian. And I hope he's the best player in the world for any other team. Second best. But then you don't want them at the bottom five. Like, you're a liar. Well, I want them there, like, selfishly so that I can rag on you. I I don't have any will against the city or, or the franchise other than they've tormented me my entire life. And I got all these guys to talk about. Count the rings and Habs you know, this and seven. And that. And these guys that you know been fifty years since Habs since they and did seven. Anything, but you know whatever. What do you mean? It was last year. Habs and seven. Oh yeah. How many rings did they bring home? Doesn't matter. They beat the Leafs when it mattered. Habs and seven. So one, two. Habs and seven. I think they no. got the participant oh. ribbon. Ah yes, the Leafs got one of those too. <laughs> A lot of teams did. 
Very nice. Very evil. Right, Kudo Housen? Housen 7. <laughs> I'm going to make Kudo a participant ribbon. Housen 7. And all it's going to say is Montreal Canadiens on it. And Housen 7. Yeah, good. You can count to 7? Yeah, I can. Then you don't... Huh? might be able to get to 10, and I think that's when you run out of fingers, so... No, I got toes. Oh, okay. So 20. <laughs> Sucker. Oh, you can count. <laughs> you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. Oh, you can count. Good for you. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. All right, Canada just scored another goal, so uh, I think I'm going to go watch this hockey game. You guys got anything else? Nope. All right. Collapse. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for our 85th episode. We really appreciate all the support. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Into Sports and Stuff. And follow us on Twitter at Into Sports Stuff. No and and out. Feel free to email us at Into Sports and Stuff at gmail.com and send us your personal picks of the week and let us know any topics you want us to talk about on the show. Check out T Public and MeUndies in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe and tell us how much you hate Kudo and his hab steaks. We'll see you next week, and we'll get into sports and stuff. Hey, Ovi, since you're not going to Vegas this weekend, how about you just go ahead and hit the music? Bye. Bye.